Ben, the other day, we did a full day's work. He was tired at the end of the day, but we got so much done. I can take, look, if you guys listen to me, here's the upside. You know how easy it is to make a million dollars a year in the modern world? On one million, if that was my goal, you gotta make $80,000. This is child's play. It's like a na- asking a Navy SEAL. Yo, man, can you do 20 push-ups? He can be like, you don't know where I come from, do you? So today's episode is a little bit different. I actually recorded this for my staff. You'll notice some of these episodes are like that. And usually I've kept these private, but I wanted to make it public because I think you might be able to use it in your life, in your business, in all things productivity related. So it sounds like I'm talking to a staff or there's some stuff only applicable to them. Just ignore it. Hope you enjoy. Uh, what's normal for you ain't necessarily normal to me, okay? Let me say that one more time. What's normal to you to accomplish in an eight-hour day doesn't mean it's normal to me at all. So because you work here, I want you to change your normal. Once you leave work, you can have any sense of what's normal. I don't care. It's none of my business. But here, it's my business. If I shell out half a million bucks a month to you guys, I want to know why the hell I'm spending $500,000. Anybody here want to pick up the bill? Anybody? Let's say I think productivity is 50% what it should be. That means I'm wasting 250 grand a month. Anybody here ever wasted 250 a month? How would you feel if I went into your bank account and pulled 250 out? Every month. You know what happens? You get shot in real life if you ever do that to somebody, right? You start taking 250 grand out of someone's bank account monthly, they will come find you. They will hire Liam Neeson. They will, I will find you, okay? So this is happening, and it's not because you're bad people. It's, not be, it's because you went through a system that's an inadequately uh, designed system, and people come out and don't know what a day's work is like. Ben, the other day, we did a full day's work. He was tired at the end of the day. But we got so much done. I can take, look, if you guys listen to me, here's the upside. You know how easy it is to make a million dollars a year in the modern world? On one million, if that was my goal, you got to make $80,000. This is child's play. It's like asking a Navy SEAL. Yo, man, can you do 20 push-ups? He can be like, you don't know where I come from, do you? 20 push-ups? The average person in the world can't do 20 push-ups. You guys agree? Go to Midwest, walk through the airport, be like, can you do 20 push-ups and run up three flights of stairs? They'll probably be dead, okay? In the same metaphor, the average person in eight hours does this much, okay? Let's trust me. So 2018, my goal for you is to stretch your sense of what getting work done is, okay? Getting work done is, and here's, This is what I want to train you on specifically. Here is an example, and I'm not necessarily calling any one person out. I talked to Diane and Sarah because I knew they were working here. It wasn't a designated job, so it's not really their fault. Although anyone who worked in here, I consider it your fault because why? So let's come as close as you guys can here. First of all, I'm going to show you three areas people mess up on in being productive. Number one, 
I'll call them Mr. or Mrs. Never-ending checklist. They're the person that has a simple job to do and they put it on the to-do list. And they write out plan and they think they're making progress. By the time you write out, you can be done with this. Why write it out? Do you write a list? I need to tie my shoes in the morning. Okay, today, tie shoes. Take right hand, put it towards ankle, spin it in a whatever. How would you describe tying your shoes? By the time you write the list, just fucking tie your shoes. There's nothing to this. This is the most pedantic, childlike thing ever. I, I'm, gonna, I'm working on a farm. This has been my lifelong dream. I am going to take people and show you on a farm, physical labor, what you can do in a day. I went, first farm I ever went to, really, that was like this. They went to bed at seven in the morning, at seven at night. And you woke up, the wife woke up at 3.30 to cook breakfast. By four, you ate breakfast. By 4.30, you were out in the field working manual labor. And at noon, when you came in for lunch, you'd already worked eight hours. That was the beginning of the day. They were very productive people. Even in the Amish, they're the most famous. They're like the Navy SEALs of the Amish. Other Amish people go, man, those people, they're in Kentucky. They're hard workers. They call them Schaffa. It means worker in German. My grandma, I realize it's a German thing. So I, got, I was raised by German. My grandma's very productive. She's written two or three books in her life. You know, she came to America, all this stuff. I realized I was talking to her. She saw her 100th New Year's. And I was talking to her and I was like, why are you different, Grandma? She's like, probably Germans. Germans work hard. Now, that's not the only country that works hard, but it's the only country my grandma's from. So to somebody, this should feel like three push-ups for a Navy SEAL. She's like, oh, you want me to fix this? And I will show you. So the first thing to do is keep it simple, stupid. K-I-S-S. I'm going to take like kind of questions from you guys. We can turn a timer on if you want. Basic organization of this room, who has a stab at how to start this? If you had 10 minutes to do this, your job depended on it, what would you do in this room? Okay, organized by categories, sounds good. I like that, what Jim said, overview, big picture. So what I would do is basically, maybe I would walk out to the people and be like, what's the main thing we have to file? Keep it simple, stupid. What's four things, there's four filing cabinets, what's the four main things? Legal, HR, accounting, miscellaneous. I will take the label maker we have, or if I didn't have a label maker, I would take a sticker or a piece of paper and tape it here. The reason I know about this, me and David came in here, I was gonna file away a piece of property I own. I'm like, which filing camera does it go in? No one even thought to put a label on the thing. How long does it take to type on? I've never used this one. Let me turn it on. Okay, here we go. Uh. Counting. I would now use brain power. What's going to be our most files? Probably accounting, right? So, now guess how long it's going to take me to do four things. Rocket science number one is done. All right. Now, the person who needs a damn put this on a list, I don't do that when you work for me. I don't like that. It's not a list thing. Do it right then. One of the greatest German sayings, when you have something to do, just jump right in. The next thing you know, you're halfway done. You want to solve procrastination 2018? Next time you have some shit to do, just, just start on it. 
If you're out of shape and you're like, I gotta get a gym membership, fucking do push-ups right there. You'll be halfway to being in shape. Enough of this nonsense. The world's full of nonsense. I'm full of nonsense. We're gonna minimize it in 2018 around me. I don't, if this is a conversation that one of you wants to argue, you are not a good fit here in this company. If anybody doesn't get what I'm doing, how in five minutes putting four labels could be, that's 80% of the organization. Then put, if let's say this is related to accounting. I don't know what, what this is. Let's say this said accounting stacks to file. At least put it there. Then you come back. It doesn't, I'm not asking you to spend 17 hours and make filing count. Semblance of common sense. So I say, keep it simple, stupid. Jump right in, number two. And number three, a semblance of common sense. Because what people like to do to make alibis is get real complicated. What about, but Ty, well, that box is not alphabetically ordered. Well, this is better than it was before. Don't try to bullshit me. Next thing, legal. All right, I made another copy of accounting. So I will judge people, the last person in a damn room. I don't care if it's your company or not. Pick shit up. That's another thing. I learned from, dude, if you guys think I'm hard, I wish I could send everybody back through Joel Salatin. When he was walking, he said, never have your hand empty. Pick shit up around the farm. Imagine what this world would look like if everybody in the world walked down, picked up trash when they saw it. You'd have the whole world clean. Pick shit up. People are too lazy to do anything in the modern world. And then they can't figure out why they're broke. By the way, you'll be happier when you feel like you got a good day's work done. All this in the world where people work half a day, like Jim from the office, legal. I'm going to use common sense. The smallest filing cabinet right here, legal. That's the least amount of stuff we have. Legal. Now, let's say you needed to, to talk to other people. Go walk there and come back. If I see one more person WhatsApping somebody three feet away, I'm going to fire you. How about that? I'm sick of it, and one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. Be active. Get out of your chair once in a while. 2018, don't fuck around with me. We're going to get shit done. You're going to have a happier life. Things are going to be more efficient. Doing this makes your life more efficient. I'm sick of seeing people lazy. Get up and do stuff. Don't walk by a piece of trash. Throw it away. If you see something idiotic, don't step over it. Bend down and fix it. One of the greatest philosophers in the world said, let everyone clean their own, sweep their own front porch and the whole world will be clean. If we in this company get super organized here, that's how you change the world. It has reverberations that go way past here. And if you're lazy here, if you believe in anything spiritual, everything's connected. If you don't believe in anything spiritual and you believe in math, there's something called, anybody ever heard of the butterfly effect? One butterfly flapping its wing affects, that's physics. That's where hurricanes come from. One sloppy job subconsciously rubs off on other people. So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and want to learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin crypto academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. Remember, if you had put $100 into Bitcoin in 2010, you would have over $100 million right now. I don't want you to miss out on the coming opportunities offered by Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. So I brought in the best experts in the game 
the people that are teaching me and training me. And I'm gonna share that with you because it's not too late to understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and to make money with it. So to sign up for my new Bitcoin Crypto Academy and learn how to invest, how to make money in this new exciting space, I'm gonna open up room for a few of you to have early access to the new online mentor mastermind. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast to learn more. So I'm testing the mastermind. So I'm just gonna let a few of you in at a low price and uh, it's already filling up quickly. So if you wanna get in, I'll let a few of you in. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast, all one word, tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast. If the course is closed, when you get to the page, put in your name in the waiting list, you missed out on the first round. Uh, and if you see it, welcome to the group. I'm glad you didn't procrastinate. Okay, back to the show. I just went through the help page. It's idiotic how it's done on our on our website. No one took the time to be conscientious. And by the way, everything I'm talking about today is conscientious. Four factors. I am hiring and firing based on these four because my mentor, Dr. Buss, told me, Ty, just basically pay attention to conscientiousness factor. Perfectionist. Hannah, don't do your job and not know what Willa handed you off. It's not acceptable here. Get on the phone, be like, Will, I wasn't here yesterday. What do I need to know? That's an absolute must. Organization, perfectionism, diligence, and prudence. Those four things are not optional here. If you have three, nine out of four, you can't work here. One apple will spoil the whole bunch. I'm not gonna tear down. We have 72 people who work for us, contractors in here. I'm not gonna jeopardize the livelihood of 71 other people because you're being sloppy. It's not fair. Who here uses the money you make here to take care of family, to pay medical bill? Raise your hand if you're doing that. Okay, do you want one person in this company jeopardizing it because they're too lazy? Okay, so you got to go. It's not hard feelings. It's not me being, and it's not just lazy. Let me repeat, just to be clear for those of you listening. By the way, I will ask some of you, what are the four things? If you don't know it, you can't be at this company because perfectionism is memorizing stuff. There's some shit you can just memorize. It's okay. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm just wandering through planet Earth. No, then you can wander in another part of planet Earth. No hard feelings. You're just not gonna ruin this group. I want people who have four things, and my rule of thumb is extraordinary. That means when I think of Ben, I better be like, you know what? There's average prudence, and then there's like, ooh, this guy's like a little better. What's prudence mean? Decision making, i.e. common sense, right? Common sense. If I come in here and the thing with the most files, you put accounting la- you put the accounting label on the little teeny filing cabinet, I'm like, you have no common sense, you have no prudence. It's very, isn't it complicated for anybody in this room to understand that you might wanna put accounting on the biggest filing cabinet because we have the most files. Anybody that too hard? No, okay, that's prudence. But I want it to be striking, strikingly. You know how they say somebody's strikingly attractive? That means like they walk in the room and you're all like, well, that person's extra attractive. I don't care about attractive physically. I care about extra conscientious. When I think about that person, I'm like, somebody who's in this room that's extra conscientious is Adam. Okay, be like fucking Adam. I like that. 
Adam. I have worked with Adam now for a week. Noticeable. Some of you ain't noticeable. So it's time, 2018, you better become noticeable. Okay? So number one is organization. This is not organized. So if you walk in a room, now there will be times when you're super extra busy. But somebody, I think it was Diana or somebody's like, yeah, I spent yesterday filing. Okay, if you spent the day filing in this room and that is your definition of organized, that's not strikingly organized. This is not strike. I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I'm also going to be very direct with people and blunt. What else do you want me to do? I don't have time to pull everybody in a room and go, Diana, okay, Sarah, uh, Will, Hannah. No, just talk in the group. No one here is trying to be mean to anybody. I'm just, I don't have time to do massive things. If you're overly sensitive, you also can't work here. Joel Sathson used to yell at me. Sometimes there were people around. I just had to suck it up and be a big boy. It ain't a big fucking deal. If your whole life is around your pride and nobody speaks to me like this, you ain't been on planet Earth long enough because it's going to come. And if you think I'm mean, you know what's more mean? Poverty, stress, being broke, looking back on your life with regrets because no one ever showed you. The correct response that I had to Joel Salatin was like, you know what? My mom and dad said they loved me for 18 years. They never taught me any of this. You actually love me, Joel Salatin. That's the correct response. Correct a fool and they will hate you. Correct a wise person and they will love you. Is anything I'm saying here out of vengeance, spite, or incorrect? Okay, then you should love the response. You don't have to love me. Love it when people tell you the truth because when people tell you the truth, it stings for a second and then it goes away. It's like having an infection. In the, I just watched this Deadwood movie and the doctor goes to Al Schweringer who had kidney stones I got to stick this metal thing up your urethra. Now, there's not much more painful in the world. And he said, I ain't doing this to pain, but I'm going to break up the kidney stone or else you will die. And in this case, I'm telling you, everyone in this room has hopes and dreams. If you ain't conscientious, you have a 1% chance. In my life, I've bet against people in business. People have said to me, Ty, invest in my business. I have a little book about 12 people I bet against. Zero have done anything business-wise. I'm a good better. It's easy to see when people ain't going to succeed. Low conscientious people, you can just bet against them. They ain't going fucking nowhere. And if you don't believe me, talk to David Buss. About 100 to 200 scientific studies have tracked people from young age. And the number one thing that predicts life outcome in business success is conscientiousness. I promise you, most of us, including me, not one class in school. Who here had a high school, junior high, elementary, or college class on how to be more conscientious? Zero. Who here paid money to go to college? How much did you pay? Like 50 grand. 50 grand and you ain't fucking learned shit. And you getting this while I pay you guys. Don't ever be mad at me. I'm giving you shit that's gold. For, and I'm paying you to just be in this room. What kind, the only person who should be mad is me. I get mad sometimes. I'm like, why the fuck do I have to hire people and pay them 
to teach them what they gladly paid an institution that didn't tell them any of this. Get your money back from college and give it to me. How can a college go through four years? How can high school make you memorize stuff? Who here took a class that taught you how to memorize stuff? So you go through a school system goes, we'll make you memorize stuff for 10 years. You never get a class on how to be better at memory. That's how stupid the education system is. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. This is the truth. Everybody who stepped in this room, I'm concerned about. It wasn't just one person. How? Why? This is an important room. Files are important. Have you ever looked for something important? The IRS wants something, you can't find it? It's a big deal. Organized, number one. Organized. Anybody here not know what organized means? Does this look organized? One to 10, organized. How does it look to everybody? Five is average, one is horrific, 10 is immaculately organized. Three, five. Okay, ain't no sixes, threes, fives. Be a nine or 10 in my company. Eight, nine, or 10. Occasional eights if you're in a hurry. Nines or 10s stay. You cannot work here. Go back and get trained and you can come back. Number two, you have diligence. Diligence means simply hard worker. Okay, we all know what that is. It's easy to identify. Do you, anybody here have a family member who's lazy? Is it hard to identify? It's pretty obvious. They kind of walk, they're, oh, there's something to do, and it's like, oh, I'm not going to pick it up. They're just lazy. You can't be lazy. Industriousness is another word. Diligence. Also, diligent means specifically when something's a little hard, you don't go, oh, well, Ty, I didn't have the label maker. That would be an example of not diligent. You had the thought, I'm organized, I need the label maker, but the label maker is in the kitchen. Let's be honest here. Who here? has ever known they should do something, but didn't do it because it was a little bit hard. Be honest, raise your hand. Okay, some more than others. Who here should be going to the gym more than they go? Raise your hand. Okay, it's a diligence issue. The Rock's dad is one of the greatest dads I've ever heard of. Because The Rock's dad at five years old took him into the gym and he said, son, you can watch, but you can't lift weights with me. And The Rock was like five and he was like, I wanna know how to lift weights. And so he started lifting, and he said, to this day, when he hears the sound of weights, he's excited. His dad trained him to love the gym. Who here wishes, when you thought of the gym, it was the pleasantest memory, you were in the greatest shape, you know the rock's in good shape. Any guy here super pissed, that I mean super happy that they don't look anything like the rock? It'd be cool, right? Everybody agree? The man has a work ethic. Be like the rock, when it, but do it in business. That's number two. Number three, so organization, diligence, prudence we talked about. Have some common sense, man. Have some common sense. Be like, ah, I'm in this room working. I'm here for an hour. Let me spend 10 minutes cleaning it up a little bit. Common sense doesn't dictate that you have to make it perfect the first time. Just have a semblance of order. And then the last one, who knows what the last one is? Perfectionism. Pay attention to stuff. Pay attention. Come back. Here's the perfect example of perfectionism. When you're done organizing this room, be like, I'm going to take a five minute break and then I'm going to do one quick sweep through here. See if there's anything obvious I missed. Double checking is my definition. Perfect. Just a quick sweep. That's like, oh, account. Oops, I spelled accounting wrong. Let me just take that. I didn't. But for example, oh, okay. Spelled accounting wrong. Let me, let me redo this real quick. Double check your work. Sir.